0: Hello my friend. I'm so so grateful to be back with you today. And you know what? As I was preparing for this and thinking about this and praying about this, I was like, I don't even know where to begin. And that's the honest truth of it. Because we've taken a little bit of a break over the last probably month and a half. And there has been just so much depth of life that I feel like I've lived in this last month and a half. And It's actually kind of indescribable, but we're going to do the best we can today and just have a heart-to-heart and just talk about life. In this season, there has just been such tremendous growth and change and deep intimacy with the Lord and deep, deep work that I've been doing, inner work and external work. And I set intentions for this week to come back to the podcast to, um, share an email update with my email list but I was still feeling so torn because I was like where do I even begin right I was feeling so overwhelmed by that and I was like there I just am at a loss for where to even start because I really just want to be so real and honest and be able to be vulnerable with you and just bring myself but I was also noticing I felt so much pressure of like okay I have to know exactly what I want to say and how I want to say it and I feel like I need to catch you up on life and explain why I haven't been here for a month and a half. And just, there were so many like thoughts and emotions that were running through my mind. And even a lot of guilt around that too. And if any of you are in, um, entrepreneurship, you understand, you know, it's, there's so much of this kind of idolization of consistency and okay, you got to show up at this frequency and always be on and always be everywhere and doing everything. And it's like, how much do we feel like a slave to that sometimes, you know? And, you know, that's the last thing that I want to feel with this podcast. I want to be able to show up and serve you deeply and to be fully present and to be able to give myself freely to you, but not out of a sense of, oh, I should, or I should be doing it at this frequency, this amount of time and this pace and in this exact way for it to be good enough. And no, like, I just want to give of myself to you and serve you the best that I can. and for that to not be tied up in all the other crap that it doesn't need to be tied up in you know what i mean and so i was just wrestling with all of that just really honestly with the lord and you know i was like okay i don't know if i feel ready yet i set that intention of i want to i want to come back and do this this week but i was like i don't know if i feel ready and i don't know if i should just honor that and give myself more time i don't want to push through anything just to kind of hit an arbitrary deadline that i set for myself of wanting to come back at this time But my coach, um, who's been just like deeply, deeply supporting me and is just one of my absolute best friends, she asked me a question and kind of proposed an invitation to me. She was like, I understand just all of the feelings that you described. And she's like, Is there a particular person that you used to talk to when you would record or when you write to your people, you know, and write my emails and stuff? She's like, I'm curious if there's someone you can think of who really honors you, who trusts you, who you trust, who hasn't really been on this journey with you for this last month and a half, but if you met her at a coffee shop and you were just catching up with a friend, right, and you, you hugged her and you missed her and you just gave this big sigh, you know, like, ah, it's been a while, and then you just started sharing from the heart, where would you start? And I was like, ah, oh, yes, that's how I wanna do this. That's what I want this to be. I want this to be just from the heart, like us sitting across the coffee table from each other You know, or just sitting across the couch from each other, having a heart-to-heart. I want that to be what this is anyways. And so that just felt really right and really enabled me to just be able to be like, okay, what what would I tell a friend, a good friend, you know, about this last month? So that's where we're going to begin today. Hey sister, welcome to Arm to the Heart. Do you want to make an impact as a military mom and be the best mom and leader you can be at the same time? Are you finding yourself stressed and weighed down by guilt with how much your time, your work steals from your family and often worry that they're getting the leftovers of you? Do you feel alone carrying the heavy load of pregnancy, postpartum, of motherhood and uniform with so many expectations of performing your job, stay physically fit and such little support? Hey, I'm Megan and in my early years as an active duty mom in the army, I was so burnt out. I was just wishing for more time with my baby, the freedom to actually put my family and faith first while still giving my best to the team. And I was giving all I had, but it just never felt like enough. Trying to bounce back quickly, feeling all those pressures, prove myself in a male dominated unit, trying to manage the home the best of my ability, and keep our marriage strong through so much long distance and dual military life. I just felt like I was falling short in all of it, but especially failing my family. I felt exhausted, I felt trapped in the army, like I was losing myself in what mattered most along the way and just doubting whether all of those sacrifices were worth it. I finally cried out to God to direct my path and he started showing me that there's a different way to find more balance and more purpose. So in this podcast, you're gonna find time management strategies, holistic health and fitness tips, and mindset transformations so you can find that balance that you long for to be who you're called to be for both your family and your work without having to compromise what's most important. So lace up those boots and put on the armor of God. Let's run this race up before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. Ah, so there you go. There's the sigh that I was talking about. Just so much depth. There has been so much life and that includes a full spectrum of life and of what it means to be a human. I feel like everything from just so much joy to just being so brought to my knees and utter weakness and sadness and even almost despair at different points and just so many hard conversations with God, with my husband, with a few good friends, with my coach and just deep relationships really difficult, vulnerable topics, and even wrestling with a lot of heaviness around so many things. I've been processing so much stuff emotionally around, especially the transition from the military. Um, I'm transitioning from active duty army, and there's just a lot for any of you who either have done that yourself, or know somebody who has, or is discerning it, or just gets that. It is a lot. And in so many ways, there's also so much of an identity shift that, that comes with that it's hard to detach. And that's, that's part of this wrestling that I've been in. But man, I've come face to face with so many fears, so many of my wounds, so much shame, so many doubts, attachments, insecurities, my deep needs, um, so many heavy burdens that I carrying that I didn't even realize I was carrying, you know, just these strongholds of the enemy. Just, I have been brought to my knees so many times over and over again in prayer and just in utter humility. And the depths of kind of my poverty and my imperfections and absolute inadequacy and my need for the Lord. So I want to share one of my prayer journals with you. I swear half of my whole journal is taken up by just prayers and journaling, wrestling with so much with the Lord over this last couple months here. But this one was from October 24th and I just want to read this one to you just as a glimpse of where my heart is at and in, in hopes that this will speak to you too and just give you a language maybe for what you might be experiencing too or have experienced before and just invite you into the same with Jesus. So this was a day that I felt really just humbled. I mean, that's just the way to put it. So that's how I began. I was like, Lord, I come to you. Actually, I'm just already held here by you in absolute humility today and so much weakness and so much vulnerability. I'm feeling a bit disoriented and ungrounded today. I'm just so aware of my lack, my inadequacy, my poverty, my absolute need for you. It's so hard to find a language or understand how I'm feeling emotionally right now, but I'm just so profoundly feeling that recognition of my utter reliance on you. And honestly, I think it's hard for me to feel safe in that. It's hard to accept that I'm not standing by my own strength, that I'm not moving by my own energy, that I'm not breathing from my own capability because it's all you and me. I've grown so much in allowing myself to be strengthened by you for the battle, to be equipped and empowered to face whatever's ahead and conquer it by your grace, with your spirit within me, with your fight within me. But I'm still learning. I'm so very much a student, a disciple in how to surrender, complete abandonment to you to let myself feel weak is so vulnerable it feels so unsafe it feels so vulnerable to let myself be to accept the weakness and woundedness and desperate cries of my heart to just be with you and be held by you in your arms to be held more tightly when i need your comfort before going back out into the battle i think i'm learning how to also just let myself retreat back into safety in you when the battle feels too big and overwhelming when the enemy feels too scary when the obstacles feel too hard to handle How can I be in your peace, even and especially in my utter weakness, in my lack of understanding, in total inadequacy, in all those fears and temptations and unknowns? Teach me, Lord, as you remind me of my littleness and my humility, while also moving the mountains and making a way in the wilderness, just teach me to let you in more deeply, to hold more space for these parts of me that need slow and gentle, soft and still and tender, in addition to the parts of me that love and crave momentum, and forward movement, that have an immense God-given energy and drive, determination to do incredibly meaningful work for your kingdom. God, I don't want to be bound. I don't want to be bound by the prisons of fear and anxiety, of worldly pressures and temptations, of expectations that are not of you. I don't want to believe the lies of what the enemy wants me to believe so that he can drag me onto a terrain that he has the advantage in, that I'm not even meant to be fighting on. I want to do and act and be brave and bold and live courageously for you, but I also want to just be your beloved daughter, to rest in your love for me, to let you delight in me and me and you without having to do anything to earn that. I want to be free to experience the fullness of life and joy and peace as you promise us, Jesus, however this can look on the side of heaven. I want to honor my humanity, the dignity and worth that comes with being a child of God, precious in the eyes of the Father, my identity and belonging to you, Lord. But I also want to honor that in my humanity, I just desperately need a Savior. I desperately need you, Jesus. Help me to lean into this more rather than running from it. Help me to feel safer in needing you. When I don't understand what's happening within me, outside of me, or why, help me just accept the invitation to surrender that too. To abandon myself to you. Because you will never abandon me. I love you, Lord. Help me to love you more. So... That's very vulnerable to share, but that was my prayer. And, and so many similar to that in this time. And I think like a couple of things really stand out here to me. One is just, I don't know if I've really allowed myself to feel this weak before and to realize how much I need him. And realizing that that, that feels really uncomfortable. <laughs> You know, recognizing our humility, it feels really uncomfortable. But I, I'm learning in that, and I'm growing in that, and I think it's okay to feel that way. I want to say it, it is okay to feel that way. Because we do need Him. And like I said, every single breath is from Him. It's a gift. You know, as I prayed here, it was just like, I know you're moving mountains. I know you're making a way. You're doing amazing things. And so let me recognize that and praise you and all of that. And let me just honor that there are parts of me that need to rest. There are parts of me that need to retreat and to recollect myself before going back out into the battle. You know, these parts of me that need gentle, slow, still, just as much as these parts of me that you've given me that want to go fight, that want to go run this race, that want to move and move for you, right? And then I prayed so much about just, I don't want to be bound. I don't want to be imprisoned by all of the world's fears and anxieties and temptations and expectations. And I don't want the devil to be dragging me onto this terrain that I'm not even meant to be fighting on in the first place, you know? It's the wrong battlefield. So I just prayed for more grace and all of those things and to know that I can't do anything without him and I desperately need him. Yeah, I'm just coming to you today with the realness and the messiness and the rawness of just being exactly where I am and absolutely needing the Lord and reminding you that You do too, whether you realize it or not, you know, and there's so many moments, so many moments when I'm just, just in so much pride and self-reliance and just trying to go and do so many things of my own accord or of my own strength. And oh my gosh, how much strength and grace the Lord wants to give me to be able to do his will so that I don't have to do it on my own, you know, so Just sharing that with you, like really raw and real, because this cry of my heart that day is just a continual cry and it's a continual process to grow and even being able to bring all of myself so honestly to God or like when I'm in what feels like a pit sometimes, you know, (laughs) whether it's a pit of just like, I'm just in the suck of like, you know, my own spiraling thoughts and emotions and just struggling, you know, when we're in that place, can we let the Lord meet us right there in the bottom of that pit and pull us out? Or do we have to, do we feel like we have to, okay, pull ourselves out by our own strength and like climb out and then make ourselves all fixed up and presentable before we can go meet the Lord, right? No, like he wants to be with us in the mess and the muck, you know, and we can't see out of the pit. He wants to meet you right there. And that feels really vulnerable. I know it's hard to acknowledge our weakness. It's hard to acknowledge how much we need a savior. We want to go save everybody else. We want to go save the world. I know I do all the time, but we also need a savior. At the same time, this season has brought so much joy And I think that's one thing that I've been learning is like when we can hold space for all the hard in like a really profound way where we're truly honoring where we're at emotionally instead of just pushing through, you know, running from it or hiding from it or throwing ourselves into more busyness because we don't quite know how to face it. When we're allowing ourselves to face that and just bring that to the Lord to, to let Jesus meet us right there, we also get to experience so much more of the depth of joy. You know, all of the beautiful emotions we want to experience, freedom, the peace, right? So what does that pure joy look like? I mean, there's been so many moments. Like I've literally, I went on a run in the rain and just because I felt like it. And I was running, arms fully outstretched like a bird, just praising the Lord, like sprinting because I was just so overjoyed, just so full of life soaked out there, splashing in puddles, laughing, just singing aloud to the top of my lungs so many times in the car to my praise and worship music, just praising the Lord for His goodness, just a season of deep, deep intimacy with Jesus in every way. I have felt Him speaking to me in so many deep ways, deeper than I ever have before, and through relationships, through my family, through my marriage, through even just the way he's speaking to me through my body in some ways. Like, it's it's so profound, and it's just indescribable on so many levels. There's been deep healing in our marriage, deep intimacy in our marriage, deep healing through friendships and and deeper friendships that are being formed in this season. And it's just been so beautiful because that level of vulnerability that I've just allowed myself to be open to entering into – and being so deeply present to my experience in this season and even just being willing to kind of drown out a lot of the voices and the shoulds. And, you know, some of the, the things that I had on my plate that I was like, okay, Lord, do you want to give me permission to step away for a little bit here to give myself more space and time for this inner work that you're doing within me? Because I know that's going to bear fruit too in the external work that I do. So just being able to be really deeply present, it's been just, incredibly fruitful. It's been breaking chains. It's been tearing down the walls that I've built up around my heart that have have prevented me from experiencing that true joy and the childlike faith that God just wants us to be able to experience with him. It's been opening space for deeper receptivity, for generosity in the ways that I'm serving and how I feel when I'm serving. It's allowed me to feel so much more fully seen and known and loved and to be able to also extend that to others, to love them so much more deeply and unconditionally. I've been expanding my capacity to give. I've been expanding my capacity to receive. And I've butted up against some of my just limitations, my very human limitations and all of that. And that has been hard and that has been frustrating. And yet at the same time, it's just been so much growth and expansion and all of that. And in this season of just transitioning from the army, of so much of this, like I said, just like self-discovery in many ways, just doing that so deeply with the Lord, it has required this hard shedding of layers, this death to self and dying of my old self and this loss that comes with that. So there's been grieving, there's been a mourning of what was and what used to be and who I used to be at the same time. And all of that to make space for the new that the Lord has been inviting me into. And there's been this deep abandonment of myself to him and all of that. And it's just learning how to give everything to him. You know, all of my hopes, all of my dreams, all of my worries and fears and the unknowns, and just laying everything on the altar as an offering, the little that I have to give him and the bigness of my dreams at the same time, you know, and you know, just worrying so many, so many of the worries about is our family going to be okay? Are we going to be okay financially? You know, like just all of the real life stuff, you know, just laying that at the foot of the cross, learning how to surrender it all to him, learning how to let myself really need him more and let him just love me and who I am and allowing myself to be and knowing that he doesn't love me just in everything that I do. He doesn't love me because of what I do. My worth is not in that. He loves me because I am his beloved daughter and I don't have to earn his love, you know? So, and it's the same for you. So there's just so much here that Jesus has been restoring and inviting me into and also encouraging me to invite others into this deeper healing. On a practical note, um, our au pair that we've had for this last year as our primary form of childcare just left us. And it just has been really, really sad because she was such a blessing for us in this last year. And we're all dealing with that loss, um, our kids, as much as we are. I closed out my group coaching community and that cohort. And just we were, as we reflected on the journey, there was just so much profound gratitude for all the ways that the Lord worked through that. And how he has equipped us for this next season and all that he's calling us into. And it's just so beautiful. We've been in a counseling journey with our son in therapy, and it's been also beautifully healing and hard all at the same time. This has been a season of some of the deepest intimacy, even in physical intimacy in our marriage. And there's been so much healing there. And I, oh man, I have so much that like my heart desires to share that I probably will get to sometime there's a level of vulnerability there that I, I have to have the courage to step into, you know. This has been as I transitioned from the Army, as I've been exploring, okay, what is the Lord calling me to do next? And how is he calling me to balance that with who he wants me to be within the home and within my family life and my marriage and just discovering how he wants me to use my gifts and all these experiences that he's given me and all the skill sets that I've been able to develop through the Army And what is this like tapestry of contribution that he's designing for me for this next season that's so far beyond my own awareness at this point even? Ah, I've been really deeply engaged with the Army Women's Initiatives Team as one of the 30 members of the general body doing a lot of work on policy and program advocacy and how do we change culture around women's empowerment within the military and how do we fight for um more support for mothers and for holistic health and fitness and to continue breaking down barriers for women who serve and that's just been such a gift and and also a journey a journey of um, coming together as a team and learning how to do that well, just learning how to how to pursue the change that we want to see and to really embody that change as well while at the same time detaching from the army and That incredible identity shift that I was describing of this juxtaposition of just being so, so grateful for my military service and all the ways that it's shaped me as a leader in these experiences and the challenges and the opportunity to serve, then also stepping away and that process of really discerning through very carefully with God of, okay, Lord, what are these things that you want me to let go of? What are these things you want me to, yeah, detach from? And ways that as I hang up the uniform, you want me to hang these things up too, because you don't want me to carry them around anymore. And what are the ways that this has shaped me for the better that you want me to take with me, right? So I've been face to face in many ways internally with what are all the ways that the army has actually hurt me. My military service has hurt me. Like the trauma that I've experienced through it that I need to heal from. And it's only been in stepping away that I've also been able to even see some of that with clear eyes. So that's been part of the journey. And there's, that's really hard. And I know some of you probably resonate with that. And like I said, that paradox of just so much gratitude for my service at the same time and the opportunity to be able to serve I went to, recently, I, I was part of a local Texas congressman's interview panel for high school candidates who are looking for nomination to the military academies, and being there and interviewing them and listening to their stories and why they want to serve, and that was such a beautiful chance to just give back to and kind of pour into and mentor the next generation of those who want to serve and want to be leaders in the military and want to be future officers. And it also gave me great consolation in being surrounded by others who, you know, have for many years they've they've moved on from their time in uniform and they're still continuing to live out a life of service in different ways. We don't have to stay in the uniform to continue to live out that calling to serve. And so anyway, so that was I felt a lot of freedom in that in many ways. Um, what else? Oh man, I've been in this just exploring deep collaboration in the women's wellness space in women's holistic health and well-being Doing some really beautiful collaborative, co-creative work with one of my mentors, and we've just realized how much our our gifts and our talents and expertise areas and skill sets um, complement each other. And so I've been um, shifting into some kind of consulting work for her and strategic planning and marketing and. But honestly, what I've described to her and to some others that I've shared this with, I just feel like in many ways I've been kind of in this place of being like a doula and just helping her give birth to everything that's inside of her that's been dying to come out and all that's in her heart and just these dreams that she's had and allowing the incredible gifts that she has to just come forth and be shared with more of the women who need what she has to offer. And I've benefited so deeply from being served by her over this last year and a half. And I just am so excited to continue to collaborate with her in that. I've been exploring, okay, where does God want to lead me with this internship that the military gives us opportunity for as we're transitioning out of active duty service and exploring different options and, you know, often just feeling very terrified of making the wrong decision and choosing the wrong path that's not aligned with God's will and like scared of hoping and being disappointed in something not working out or this pressure of like, okay, oh my gosh, so much of the future trajectory of my work and or my career depends on this. And all the unknowns around that, and really wanting to do work that that like lights me up and feels really meaningful and allows me to make a profound difference, and yet just trusting God and all the unknowns around all of that. I recently was brought on board to a nonprofit as a resource director for the Military Academy Pregnancy Support nonprofit where our mission really is to support cadets and midshipmen at the different military service academies who are navigating unplanned pregnancies during their time as a cadet and work in the pro-life space and and advocating for women um, so that they don't feel like they have to choose between their motherhood or their family and their careers or their service and supporting women who are navigating the real challenges that come with unplanned pregnancies because I've, I've been there too and I know how hard it is and I know all the fears that come with it and I know how much sacrifice is involved oftentimes when you have an unplanned pregnancy. I just have a heart for that work. I had, I had mentors who wrapped their arms around me right after I graduated the academy when I was supposed to go pursue a graduate scholarship, but I found out about a pregnancy that was completely unplanned and my entire career plans were sacrificed because of that. Everything changed because of my son, Matthew. And they met me right there in that moment of crisis and wrapped their arms around me and said, Megan, you know what? this is going to take a sacrifice. And yes, this is not this was not your plans. And there is no greater gift. There's no better reason to change your life plans than the gift of a child. And this is not going to be easy. And I don't know exactly how it's going to work out, but we're going to figure out a path forward for you. We're going to make a way and this will be possible. And just having having people to come alongside me in that moment, that made all the difference in the world, and I just want to be able to give back to other women in that way and meet them right there, in the same way, and help them know they're not alone. So I'm so so grateful for the opportunity to be part of that work and to build this from the ground up. We're a very new nonprofit. We're just starting to um, really expand awareness that we even exist, <laughs> let alone you know building out our resources and financial support for cadets and midshipmen. So. Just let me know if that's something you want to learn more about. Um, but you can look it up. It's the Military Academy Pregnancy Support. And you'll find um, you'll find the website and you'll kind of be able to read a little bit more about that. Um, another thing, God has called me to write a book. I haven't shared that with very many people at all. So this is the first time I'm sharing it publicly, which is kind of terrifying to say out loud. But here we are. So I'm beginning that. I'm beginning that process. And I'm discerning what exactly he's calling me to share. But really what it's going to be about is kind of what this podcast is about. It's about just our battle as sisters in Christ, as sisters in arms, and just the inner battles that we fight, the external battles that we fight, and how do we fight them well? How does the Lord call us to fight them? (sighs) That juxtaposition of the battle and the surrender, and just everything that's tied up in that. So yeah, so that's really big, and it just is so far beyond me that all I can do is just in my utter humility be like, all right, Lord, just speak through me. Whatever you want me to say, just give me the words. You know, just like with this podcast, I'm often praying that. And that's all I want it to be is like for him to increase and me to decrease. Oh, I've been facing so many of the, with the unknowns about leaving the army, just the financial worries, right? And the uncertainties around that. And, you know, because The military doesn't give us much stability. We all know that. And that's part of why why we've decided that it's time for me to leave because our family needs stability and Tim may be deploying this upcoming year. Most likely he's going to be spending a lot of time away from us in the field and we just need somebody to be able to have that stability and predictability for our family. So on one end of the spectrum, there's no security in like knowing what's next or knowing what's to come or knowing what to even expect or even knowing if you're going to be safe. right? look at so many things that are happening around the world and how just crazy it all is right so we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring but in some ways you have the job security at least you have the financial security that it brings and so we're facing that we're staring all that down you know we're working on learning how to be more intentional with finances together in our marriage and how to communicate all of that better and working through even just trauma and so much stuff around money that you know we bring from our backgrounds and our previous experiences and just face to face with all that stuff and really letting the lord in there to bring healing like we get to let jesus into everything all this practical stuff that we deal with in our life like he wants to be there with us in it in the messiness and in the hard and in the realness of it all you know it's not just it's not just okay lord like Let me go sit down and have this beautiful time in prayer with a candle or let me go meet you in church on Sunday and then kind of forget about you throughout my week and not really bring you into my work and not really bring you into these spaces because I don't either don't know how or I've never really even thought about that or I just feel like I've got to do it all on my own. Like, no, he wants to be with us in everything. He wants to give us the strength for everything. His strength, not our own. So we don't have to rely on ourselves. So much. And even just in preparing for this, I was facing that same exact tension of like wanting just to have it all figured out and all together and all perfectly prepared. So I know exactly what to say. But I'm like, but where does that leave any room for God? (laughs) It doesn't, you know? I was like, okay, Lord, let me leave you room to work. Because if I feel like I have it all prepared and figured out, then then it's all on me. It's just not how I want to approach it anyways. Let this just be you through me. Let me just be an instrument for you. Let me approach every bit of my life in that way. You know. So, in all of this, the in this season of just discerning like, okay, what does the Lord want me to take off of my plate, off of my shoulders that I've been carrying and just surrender, you know, these these battles that I used to be fighting that are no longer mine to fight. Let me just entrust them to him and entrust them to other people and let other people continue to carry that torch right just like as you leave the military like you're entrusting and you transition jobs even you know like this, this job you've poured your heart and soul into you care so much about that you've invested so much and you're so emotionally invested in you got to hand it off to somebody eventually right and that's the hard part is like just we're so replaceable and coming to terms with that sometimes it's really tough and I think motherhood also reminds us of how replaceable we are everywhere else except for in our own home and in our own family life right Because nobody else can be the mother to your child. Nobody else can be the wife to your husband. It's just you. And so we're irreplaceable in those ways. And it's hard. It's hard to realize. But it's true. So just making sure our priorities are really in order in that. And as I've been sorting out, okay, what is meant to be my yes, right, in this season? And what am I meant to say no to? What is the best yes that the Lord wants me to give? How can I reserve that for him, really? There's been also that releasing of so much of these, like, pressures and doing things out of obligation or what everyone else expects of me, what everyone else thinks I should do. And these there's these big parts of me that have been, like, really suppressed and repressed over time that are just beginning to finally be heard. That's like, wow, I get to say no. You know, because in the military, it's so ingrained in us of, like, to be a yes man, right? Yes sir, yes ma'am. And just to go do it, as long as it's a moral, ethical, legal order. Like, we got to carry it out, right? But what does it look like to let go of so many of those other external voices and just learn how to listen to God's voice? Wow, that has been a journey for me. Oh, my goodness. And it's been so freeing. I feel like I'm breaking out of chains. It's crazy. Ah, So there is so much that I desire to share with you. There is so much that has been on my heart that I know is going to speak so deeply to you. And I just trust that's all in the Lord's timing. Part of why it's been so hard for me to actually come back and engage over this period of time is that as I've been growing and changing and evolving, you know, my work and my life and my business and so much of it has all been changing. I've been wrestling really hard about this podcast too. Like, where do I want to take it? Where is the Lord calling me to take it? And I have served over the last four years or so, both in my business and advocacy work in the army and just, so many facets. I've been serving women across the spectrum. So let's just say in the military specifically, let's start. I've been serving women who are just beginning their time in service. I've been mentoring them. I've been mentoring women who are in dual military relationships, who are married to another service member, who don't yet have a child but know they want to be a mother someday and may feel absolutely terrified of that or may be feeling so many pressures at time their pregnancy perfectly around their careers and really afraid of all of that. I've been serving a lot of women who are in the throes of pregnancy and postpartum and whether it's in the military or in another career and trying to balance motherhood and um, just all the changes that come with that too, you know, changes physically and mentally and emotionally and your identity and your relationships and, you know, how do you you reconcile who you used to be with who you want to be now as a mother and all the ways that you still want to be somebody who makes a difference in the world and makes an impact and shares your gifts and you have this drive and this high achieving part of you and then you're now wrestling with how that also ties in with motherhood and how that sometimes feels like it's it's so much odds with motherhood right i've been serving a lot of women who have been transitioning from the military who have transitioned from the military or who are somewhat associated with the military in some way right maybe a military spouse or maybe You're in the community in some way, um, or maybe you just identify with what I do because you also are really hard on yourself. You're a high achiever. Um, You're really driven to make a difference, but for it to not come at the expense of your family, too. And I want to continue to serve women in all of those ways, right? Because that's been so, all of that has been my journey, too. And so I think what I'm really settling in on that the Lord has been convicting me in is that I really want to continue to serve. Women who truly desire to be a change agent in some way, shape, or form, who want to be a source of positive change and do it all for the glory of God. You want to lead change where God has you. You want to maybe advocate to make things better for women, for mothers, for families. Maybe it's in the military, maybe it's in your work environment where you're at. Maybe it's changing policies at large scale, or maybe it's changing policies within your unit, your organization. Improving programs like the Army's Pregnancy and Postpartum Fitness Program. Maybe it's changing how your leadership does things, how they treat other mothers within your organization. Maybe it's supporting women yourself as a coach or as a mentor or um, a professional in the women's wellness space in some way. Maybe you too want to change the culture of women's health care to be more holistic, to be more honoring of the dignity of life and the whole person. Maybe you just really have that deep desire, just like I do, to bring healing, to bring light, to bring more humanity in places where it's needed most. And often that's how I felt. That's what motivated me within the military is like, how can I be a source of good within the military? How can I just make sure that we don't lose our moral compass in the military even? How can I help us to not lose sight of the people behind what makes the mission possible and the families that make it all possible too, who often bear the cost, the, who bear like the real sacrifices of service. It's often the families, right? So you want to live out your calling faithfully. You want to share the gifts and passions that you've been given to make that impact in the world. You want to do meaningful work that you love, that lights you up, that lights a fire within you, that really comes from your soul. But you also want to be who God is calling you to be for your family, you want to make sure that you're keeping your faith and your family first and you're not compromising your values in any way to do the work that you want to do that you know you're capable of, right? So what does it look like to fight these battles well? To discern which battles the Lord even wants you to fight. is calling you to fight, right? And when he's calling you to surrender, when he's calling you to entrust it to somebody else, when he's calling you to lay, lay that armor down and to rest even how to remain in his peace, even amidst the storms, when it's internal battles, when it's external battles, when we want so badly to grow, to be holy, to live out his will, to change the world for the better, when we're tired of fighting the same battles over and over again and not feeling like we're getting anywhere, when we're impatient with our progress, when we're impatient with the progress of all the change we want to lead in the world, right? When we're impatient with ourselves of, messing up over and over again or feeling like we're not enough, feeling like we're a failure, feeling like we're not doing enough no matter how hard we try. Those battles, that's what I'm talking about. That's what this is about. So I don't know exactly where the Lord is going to lead all of of us in this, where exactly we're going, where exactly he's taking me in this podcast or what's exactly next, but I know that he's going to light the path every single step of the way and this is going to be a divine adventure. So If you want to stay along for the ride, that's what this is going to be about, my friend. And I just invite you to keep tuning in and for us to see where this goes. And I'm excited to be surprised. I'm excited to just be marveling in awe and wonder of what the Lord wants to do through this. And I'm excited to just be a witness to how God wants to change hearts and minds and lives through it. So... That is where I'm at. That is what I'm inviting you into. And in all of this, I just want you to know that the Lord loves you so, so much. He loves you exactly as you are, right where you are. He wants to meet you right there, not just in everything that you're doing, but who you are, and He wants to give you permission to just be also. Maybe that means resting, slowing down, letting go of that million mile long to-do list for a few minutes to just surrender it all to him and let him guide you in what's the next right step the next one thing he wants you to focus on first or the most important thing that he wants to reorient your gaze to if you may have forgotten about it he loves you so much more than you could ever imagine so can you let him remind you that today Can you let him just speak right into your heart and the depths of your soul today, wherever you're feeling most vulnerable, wherever you're feeling most weak, wherever you need his strength. So I'll be praying for you in this and I'm so looking forward to next time. We'll talk soon.